Welcome to the latest edition of the Progress of Unity podcast and uh, we're sat in the studios this evening and we're going to be discussing the Maribor game and the Blackburn Rovers game and one or two other things as well. Uh, Rob, I've got Rob with me today. How are you doing Rob? Yeah, belting. Saw you on Sunday. Uh, yes, I believe you did. You was a bit angry. Yeah, there was a bit of an incident, someone going through red after lights have been on sec- uh um, lights have been on red for three seconds or so. I must say it was quite entertaining to be honest. And uh, you did stop. Uh, people did stop in the tracks and have a look at you as you was ranting and you was walking up yeah, the street. Uh, yeah, I was having one of them them weekends. Yeah, it was, it, <laughs> but it was entertaining. Good. Yeah, so yeah, excellent. I'm glad they entertained you. Great stuff, Gareth. Are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you very much. A bit cold for fishing. You were telling me. It came to that time of year now. Things starting to slow down. Yeah, just like me, I'm slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this weather. Hi, Greg. Yeah. Greg's alright, he's got his shorts on. Have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're on. Yeah. Only <laughs> oh, <in> coil factor. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, are you well? Hello, socks. Yeah, fine, thanks. Good, good stuff. And Dan. Hi, I'm wearing my jeans. Good. And your coat. Yes. And a, and a jumper. And my hat. And a hat. No gloves yet, though. It's not, no, it's not, not the season got, yet. Not got to that stage. Right, I thought we'd start off, uh, like I said before, we're just reflecting back on the Maribor uh, game, and it was a piece of history for us, and I thought, personally, I thought it was a fantastic performance. We've got the stats in front of us. Um, I, like, I like starting with Gareth with the stats. I'd like to, if, if what you made of those stats, Gareth, from the Maribor game, before we go on to anything else. The stats, man. The stats, man. Well, 17 attempts. It says a lot, doesn't it? Only six on target, though, for us. I'm not really bothered about Maribor's stats, really. Um, it's all about Wigan. Eight corners, caught offside three times, and we give 17 fouls away. We had 59% possession. How many goals could Nick Powell have scored? Because he had so many chances. It's not a criticism of him, because I'm, I'm complimenting him for getting into those positions. I mean, that cross from Borsa's your with the worry at the post. Brilliant. He could have, you know, he got two goals, and how many could he have scored? Mm. Mm-hmm. So impressive stats. Very much. Good. Well, what about the occasion, Rob? Oh, it's one of them now. It's one of them that's going to live in the memory forever. It was brilliant. Although there was only 12,000 on there, but the atmosphere was really good. Uh, the crowd was up for it, and the players were also up for it, like we predicted prior to the game kicking off and uh, what it, Owen Coyle was right they did bring uh, European football to the DW with a bang to the what? The D, it was Springfield <laughs> uh, Springfield Park Wigan Athletic Stadium the Wigan Athletic <laughs> Stadium yeah 100% record at the Wigan Athletic Stadium well yeah and hopefully that will continue that will that will uh, good evening Greg it was I don't mean good evening, but good <laughs> evening, but it was a good evening, weren't it? It different, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Tingling, tingling. Yeah, as, as Rob said, I thought, even though you wouldn't have known there was only 12,000 down, I thought the crowd, the atmosphere was probably the best I've known at the, the, that place <laughs> for some time now. It was just, a, yeah, it was a really good evening and the performance topped it off of... Uh, time we're all talking. Would we get four? Would we get five? Then <laughs> took four off the gas a little bit in the second and third place. Then they came at us and um, yeah, made for a really good night to be honest with you. Mm. Poor goal thriller. Poor goal thriller. Paul, was it? We were very good, or they were very bad. Or was it a bit of both? Um, I think it was a bit of both. 
um, they played into our hands by allowing us a bit of time on the ball to knock it about, which we did, and we did well. So yeah, that was that was the difference. One that we we were knocking some cracking balls all over the place, but we had the time to do it. Mm. There is a person I'd like to thank, and that's Jasmine Handanovic, the goalkeeper for Maribor, for gifting Powell the goal that got us started. <laughs> it, yeah, it was a bit of a gift, Dan, weren't it? Um, it was like a Christmas present. What did he do? Just kept flying out and then missed it, didn't he? Yeah. Tried he, to punch he, it. He, he achieved the impossible because he punched it backwards, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right on Powell's head. You think he would have gone in if Powell wanted to edit it in? Quite possibly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about Carson Save though, Dan, when it was 2 1 within the dying embers of the game before we, we got our third? Yeah, it's easy to look back on that game and forget that, but thanks for reminding me about it. No problem. <laughs> yeah, fantastic save, because that was the first thing he had to do in the whole game, wasn't it? I think Kyle mentioned it. He had nothing to do for 87 or 88 minutes, and then just to pull out an excellent save like that, he was bigging him up, wasn't he? Because I read it on the BBC website, uh, he could potentially, fingers crossed, be called up by England. Mm. I said that a couple of weeks ago, got laughed at. Yeah. And, and, but they, they scored a, um, an half decent goal as well, didn't they? I mean, that's the thing with it. Tavares scored, and, and it only takes a minute. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're <laughs> missing an angel. Yeah, <laughs> I just had to get that one in. But it, does, but it just goes to show, doesn't it, Rob? I mean, it, 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 it was a good finish. Well, it was a good finish. And that Mendy looked strong when he, he rolled, shot, and into you and, and, and sprinted away from him. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the, that's the danger isn't it? if you don't kill t and this goes for any level of football if you don't kill a team off when you're on top or like I say how easily could we have won that game 6-1 7-1 and yeah. I don't think anybody would have argued with that but to come away with a 3-1 win I mean like we was just saying then we were so dominant Kirsten's had hardly anything to do but yet there was a point in the game where he's had to pull something out of the bag to keep us you know still in front which it's, it's difficult as a keeper when you've not got much to do all night and all of a sudden you're called into action you've got to pull up a, a top draft serve so credit to him for that but the, like I said the only disappointing thing was that we didn't win by a bigger margin mm. and uh, you've already mentioned it though Gareth about Nick Powell he could have had six or seven goals do you think some of them was a, a little bit perhaps taking the wrong decision or poor finishing I mean, I'm thinking about the one in the first half where he was through with the keeper, he's trying to chip him. Yeah. But he had Macarthur to the left of him, didn't he? I think there's a bit of case for him actually trying too hard because he he, he's, he really does put a shift in, doesn't he? You know, and he gets into those. I've seen repeated on Sky many times the, the bolsters you're crossing, the one where he hits the post, and he really ought to have scored that. But he was at full stretch in his defence, so yeah. Mm. It's like you said, though, he could have had six goals, couldn't he? He could have done on another yeah. day, but it's not a criticism because. You mentioned there the cross, both of York would have had six assists quite happy. Oh, it's terrific. He was pinging some belters in. Mm. Yeah, I was just gonna I was just gonna bring Greg in with John Bo uh, John Bowes ashore there. Gareth mentioned him. I thought he was just the best I thought he was the best performance he'd given in a Latin shirt that he was fantastic. Yeah, no, I agree. He's um I Paul pointed out before, I think a lot of it came as well from them being so poor, but you can't take anything away from Wigan, they give us a lot of chances and they give both of you a lot of time on the ball, a lot of space on the ball, and when he's got time and space, it's when he can get those crosses in, it's when he can make those runs, and he just didn't put a foot wrong, I thought he was absolutely brilliant, man of the match. Definitely man of the match, and I, I, I actually 
something Paul what stood out for me which which I thought uh, em- embodied his performance that night was a defensive uh, challenge he made yeah. but if you remember late in the second half they'd broken through he's running in from the back of the Maribor player you sat on the edge of your seat you're thinking back to early season when he's bundled players over mm. is the referee going to be pointing at the penalty spot a challenge he just took the ball off him and mm. he cleared it do you, do you remember the, the one uh, I, I can't I can't place the exact challenge Dan, but yeah. I cer- yeah. certainly know what you mean with the referee when you would be in that position because for a period I thought the referee was giving the decision to whoever hit the deck first you know if somebody hit the deck the ref gave a free kick and whoever went down quickest was the one that got the free kick going back to the Borsa challenge the main emotion that I felt at the time was just relief because it was quite late on, wasn't it, in the last ten minutes of the game? It was, yeah. It was at, when was it two one, weren't it? Yeah, it was at two one. And that's just as important as Carson's save, I think. Yeah, but was you like me? I was on. The, I, I'll be honest. I was on the edge of my seat, and I thought he's going down here. He's going down. He's going to John. Oh, but what are you doing? It was a little bit like that. But yeah, I was, it's not the first time he's done it. It's a bit like when we used to have Michael Brown. He used to go steaming into a challenge, didn't he? He's think Brown, you know what you're doing, and he was expecting <laughs> him to clatter the play. But he was, he was very um, restrained, Brown, weren't he? he? He used to fly in, but not challenge, and then just hold back and then set the ball off. Him. Not challenge, just no, uh, um, no, he used to fly in. I won't say every challenge. No, it is. <laughs> it is. Talking of flying in and going back to the ref, the ref did a bit of that, didn't he? Particularly early on, we noticed he comes steaming over at a rapid rate of knots to the incident, puff his chest out like a little lad, put his um, blow his whistle and wave his waving, and then right, get on with the game. I'd have preferred him to out a lot. I mean, at least he was giving things but we'll come to the right way in a bit. Um, I'm talking of flying. Did anybody notice uh, Callum's challenge? There was one yes. he got away with. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah. Uh, no, nothing what made me think, oh, that looks a bit tasty. Mm, well, he lost the ball, didn't he? And he tried to get it back with a yeah. two footed lunge. <sighs> if it were must have been at the other end of the. Was it from the other end? Yeah. Was it down our end? It's no different than the challenge that he made when he got sent off, but I don't think that referee was ever going to do that, was he? Because he was really lenient. Was there only one yellow card? There was only one yellow card in the whole game, and that was for Mendy, for throwing a strop, yeah, slamming the ball into the ground. But <laughs> well, when you think there was 35 free kicks given, yes. as well, you know, there was only one yellow card handed out. Mm. Mm. Uh, they give them for next to nothing, all these, some of these foreign refs, don't they? Yeah. Well, he was Macedonian, so uh, you know what they're like in Macedonia, don't you? Speaking of the officials, there was there's two extra officials, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. What are they actually doing? Because they're bad. They're not linesmen, they're effectively referees, they can blow up and stuff. They're not linos. Have they got whistles? Yeah, yeah, it's a whistle, like, it's not a baton. Is it a big whistle? Unless they've got a baton as well, I don't know, but they've got whistles. Maybe it's a flute. No, there's one, there was one they completely missed. Was it a penalty? Well, the, the thing the thing I can't understand, and, and with the 27th and 28th officials, whatever they are, <laughs> um, is they stand. If you if you're behind the goal, they're on the left, so they're patrolling the same corner of the pitch that the linesman's patrolling. That is true. At Good least point. have them on the other side of the goal, so you've got somebody in all four quarters of the pitch. Well, the idea of that yeah. is though that 
when when <laughs> ref when I mean, you can't see this, listeners. This is but re- work, referees run from corner yeah. to corner. Yeah. So the the referee. Yeah, they run the diagonal. Yeah. 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 So the, so you've got the linesman. Lansman, this because it's you'll have to cut it out this one because you? you can't see it. <laughs> so linesman here, linesman here. So the ref will run from that yeah. corner to there. So, so you there's, no point, there's no point putting the extra official here when well, the, the ref's going to be. The thing is, uh, then if you've got the extra official in the opposite corner to the linesman, yeah, you've got somebody fairly close to everything if the ref doesn't keep up with play. Yeah. If, the, if the ref if the ref's behind play and say he's still in the, in the centre circle and something's in like the forward left hand corner. There's nobody that close. Whereas if you had somebody there, you'd, you'd always have somebody in the vicinity of everything. Well, yeah, you'd, you'd have and the ref could just like you, you. Phil Dow would have been refing for years because he could just sit in the middle of the fat gate. In the stand where I sit, speaking of this guy, the, the the thing that Paul talked about before the penalty that should have been like there's a big frustration because we're behind it. You were looking yeah. down it, and one of the Volta lads at the back was shouting. You're just a prick with a stick. <laughs> so funny. Everybody was laughing all around. It was yeah. make a bloody decision to English. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he's walking. Cut <laughs> uh. that out, by the way, if you want. No. <laughs> um, it's like the one with a prick stick, isn't it? Stupid word, I'd say. Prick stick. So, what do you think of the stadium? Nice words. I thought it really nice with that big banner on the centre circle and. Flying up and down the UEFA flags up in the air as well. Yeah, they didn't last long, did they? They looked yeah. nice. They looked nice hanging on the south stand as we, yeah. as we pitched up. And about five minutes into the game, I looked and two out of the three of them had blown and like settled down on blown backwards and settled down on top of themselves, so they weren't hanging anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, that worked well. One of them was still there on Sunday, wasn't it? Wrapped around the the mm-hmm. pole which it was attached to. <laughs> what about Ben Watson's goal? What is it? You think of Watson's goal. What a cross. What can you say? He couldn't miss, could he? He started to make the run, though, didn't he? He had to. Mm. Oh, yeah, but I mean, it's. It was all about Ballsy Jaws' ball. I think. I mean, he's made the run, he's got his head on it, but it's all about the cross. Black Kiana's do all these Ben Watson as well. Yeah. gets a few more. So, do we think we played well on the line then? Will we all say? Mm. Yeah, we played yeah, well. Yeah. They, they were we were good. Oh, no, I think the, all the commentators spoke highly of us, didn't they? And it's it's, uh, it's persuaded BT Sports to run with our game against Ruben Kazan as their main feature next time on on uh, game day three, as they call it. Could they not pick that game on game day four when it's away? Well, I suppose if if we beat beat some here, they might just might do that yeah. because then it'll be, I'm sure that'll be the group decider, won't it? If we yeah. go to Ruben That's Kazan, yeah. Now, talking to Ruben Kazan, they've had two games where they scored a pomphole of goals in both, haven't they? they? Scored five against Maribor, then they scored four against Sudbergen, mm. yeah. but all nine of their goals have come in the second half. With the majority of them coming late on as well. I'm reading the reports, they've all been breakaways, you know, when they when they've hit the teams on counter attacks. It's gonna be very tough to beat Ruben Kazan. Oh, I think it's gonna be, yeah, we're, we're gonna see a quality. Yeah, it's possible, so you know. Yeah. I, I think if we just if you just concentrate on beating the other two at home and drawing away, yeah. which we've done so well so well so far, I think that'll be enough to take us through. So, you know, if we lose the next two, because the next two are Kazan back to back, aren't they, then it's it's not a biggie. Just, just got a job they're not doing that well in the Russian league, though. You know, they're, they're uh, yeah, but they're, they're still a very, very, very good side. Who yeah. I think should be in the Champions League. I really do. I think they're a really good side. 
Yeah, they've got an excellent midfield called Nacho. Saw him mm. a couple of times last season. It's spicy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's a bit fiery. Yeah, yeah, he's e- excellent. Keep keep your eye out for him. Tremendous player. Right, Nacho. Yeah, we could have him. I mean, at the end of the day. <laughs> They are the glamour tie. There's always going to be one glamour tie. Unfortunately, it's the least glamorous of the possible ties <laughs> we've got to go. But you know, we're going to make the most of it. It's the best, you know, the best side we're going to get, isn't it? And yeah. So, you know, with a bit of luck, we'll get through this group, and then we'll get another. Then all the top eight. If I, if, I, if what I think's right is, it's the top eight going to one hat, and then the second team is going to one hat, mm. and then they dr- get drawn out against each other. So we might get a chance for another glamour tie in a, in a knockout like There'll be a Champions League dropout <coughs> as well coming that's, in. That's right? the round after, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. I think we, we, go, we, go right, we go through right now, and then everyone goes through again, and then there's the eight Champions League dropouts. I think, is it two, I think there's two rounds of 32. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then, then it's the Champions League knockout. I mean, let's face it, if we get through the group, we're going to do very well to get through after that. Because well, we're yeah, but that's what we're all hoping for, though, anyway, isn't it? Who cares? You know, glamour. It's about being in it, isn't it? Yeah. Like you say, if we can get a glamour tie, I was going to say Valencia, but there's that Swansea might finish it. That can be knowing how little bloody gets Swansea. But, you know, if you can get, if you can get yeah. something, you know, another good away day. Ajax. Be great, wouldn't it? I've been slashed. Wigan to win the Europa League, 100 to 1. Oh, well, what were we? About 500? <laughs> I think, I don't know, I think it was about, it was more than 100 anyway. Still not worth a quid, is it? No. You always say that, aren't you? Hey, I bring you back to the pre Bournemouth podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's just go over this. Sad shot. And here we are now, eh? Reviewing our first home European tie for the pre Bournemouth. Well, fantastic. Right, uh, again, I mean, we love these European ties because we always follow them up with a, a win in the league. And on uh, Sunday, Blackburn were in town. I think we were all a little bit nervous, really, about it, weren't we? Blackburn were in some decent form. Jordan Rhodes up front. We thought, you know, we, we linked to him in summer. He's bound to score against us. But he didn't. We beat him. It's easy, isn't it? It's easy. Well, so, we made it hard for ourselves, but... <laughs> yeah, well, we did a little bit. But, uh, first turn to the stat, man. Gareth, the stats on Blackburn, what what we got? Most important, we won 2-1. Yeah. We had 20 attempts, six of which were on target. 15 corners, we did have a lot of corners, didn't we? Mm. Caught offside just the once. Two yellow cards, no reds. Blackburn had a red, didn't they? That was key in the game. We had 71% possession. Right. Probably should have done better than two goals, but Boyce did it for us in the end, didn't he? He did, he did. He did. That's 37 attempts on goal in two games, our last two home matches. 37 attempts, fantastic. Now, the, the two yellows w- was com- confused me a little bit because I thought we'd got three. Um, and on one of the stats sites, it actually had us down for three, but only named two players who'd been booked. But if you remember Boyce's goal. Barnett, isn't it? Barnett booted the ball into the stands. Yes. And that's why he knocked someone out, apparently. Did he? Atwell pulled the card out, yeah. signed it, but he never held no, it he, up. He did. No, he oh. definitely did. That's how I knew he was booked. I saw him it's in the centre circle, he called yeah. him over. And then, because he ran off Barnett when he was when he was writing it down, so he didn't hear it. 
and then he's run over to him and he's called him over and he's booted him just before the kickoff, just as everyone's celebrating, you know, and he's celebrating sitting down. He, un- he 100% booted him. He, right. he got a yellow card. So we had three bookings then, not yeah. two. Yeah, this I mean, feels like deja vu. We've had this conversation <laughs> before, haven't we? Yeah, we have. That's what I would oh, say. Yeah. There was no well, I, I, I wasn't sure if I was right mm. that time. I'm definitely 100% right. Well, I'm with you, yeah, because I, yeah. I saw him look straight at Barnett. Mm. And I, I think he went over to Boyce as well, that well, in other words, yeah. to tell him. Mm. Well, I, I didn't see him boot the ball away, so I didn't know what it was for. But I just saw him with this yellow card in his hand. I said, oh, someone's getting a boot here. And then Barnett ran up to him and he showed him the yellow card. And I texted Paul after the game. And he said, I said, oh, what, what was all about? He says he booted the ball into the south stand after the goal. It's just a bit mental, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Rips, it, rips his shirts when he scores, knocks them away when he scores. He's just. I love him, like, I think yeah. he's my favourite fat signing so far. He's mine as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a pointless booking, because once the goal's been scored, mm. there's all naturally, players celebrate, there's going to be, what, a minute, a minute and a half before everyone gets back in their own half in the kickoff. There's a multi ball system. In place, so I don't think it was about time yeah. wasting. I think it was about endangering the crowd, which bad sounds. Endangering the crowd. You know, if you, 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 you absolutely, he, he absolutely nailed see, it. But you, you want to see a bit of passion. You want to see it play. Of course you do. But like you know, if 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 you were there with your missus or something, and I would have cut my ass if it On the floor and conscious your missus. What a stupid question! (laughs) (laughs) I remember being at a game once where a ball comes out into the crowd and the ball thinks he's dead clever because he heads it back into the pitch. He's like, hey! Then he realised that his sunglasses on his head, blood's pouring down, (laughs) glasses have gone flying. (laughs) Everybody's like looking at him going, whoa, what's up with you? (laughs) I think he did it once as well. Um, David Thompson, before David Thompson did it at Blackburn away once uh, in the warm up. No, he didn't kick it into the crowd on purpose, he was just shooting at the goal. If you remember David Thompson, he couldn't have had a door, could he? And he missed it, and he was, but he was one of those absolute, you know, he absolutely spank it, and it's just gone flying. It's just, he hit a kid, it was, it, 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 it. but the kid was in agony, but he, he came over for a play to him. But I think that's why he got booked anyway. Not, I don't think it was about time wasting, yeah. it was more of. And Jazz in the crowd. Yeah. Right, and uh, in which case, Cody should be booked a lot. Well, oh, yeah. you see the words out of my life, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well done. I agree with you. Yeah, man. Yeah. But he just did it without thinking, didn't he? It was the spur of the moment thing. It was. Mm, it's the jubilance. So, yeah. You know, we like the last minute winner, don't we? Mm. No, we do. Well, but they get 16,996. A decent crowd, mm. I thought their fans were good as well. When they were winning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they made a lot of noise when they were winning. Yeah, it's good to see that info. But, but two and a half, three thousand, was it? Yeah, about three thousand, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Which means, you know, what? What we we have minimum fourteen thousand there. Yeah, which is really Biggest good. Biggest yeah. Definitely. So you know, we've we've kept. I mean, if you look back to our first season and champ- second season of the championship, sorry, last time out, we're getting eleven thousand on twelve, thirteen mm. max. So it's good that we kept some of the Premier League one. Yeah. yeah, we're getting the kids now, aren't we? The kids that we picked mm. up, they're, they're staying with us. Yeah, so. which is really important, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I think it's, I think children are our future. Mm. Yeah, the school grounds are a little bit different from when we were at school. You know, when we were there on our long latic shirts in the, during PE, and you'd have United and Liverpool shirts everywhere. I think there's a lot more latic at this time. So, and a local derby and a late winner like that, a happy ending like that, it only bodes well for these kids going again, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Well, my, my, my little cousin, she lives up the road, went to her first game last week against Maribor. 
she loved it. Obviously, we battered him. She loved it. She was telling me the other day, she goes, oh, I'm going to come again. She goes, oh, they're really good. They're really good. It's like, you know, as good as it's going to get. Okay? <laughs> Calm down. You're going to be really pissed off if you come to the, you know, the next you game. Didn't that that yeah. Yeah. No. You yeah. didn't say that. No. Well, I just said, calm down, just don't, yeah. don't expect too much. <laughs> and of course, uh, we had Grant, Am- Grant ha- oh, they had Grant Hamley sent off on, uh, was it 35 minutes? He got 30, 37 minutes ago, he's marching yeah. on us. What, as you saw it down, what would you say? Definite I, red? I didn't see it. All I saw was Powell down on the ground, and then somebody said, he's going to send him off for this, and then he did. Right. That's my tale of the sending off. Mm-hmm. As you saw it, Paul. I go with Dan. I, yeah. I was watching the ball. Hey, don't ask me, because I, I missed it and all. Right. Gary? <laughs> well, I saw it. But obviously, I'm at the South Central, yeah. so at the other end of the field. But I've watched it any number of times since yeah. on the replays. And it's just indefensible. And Rob and I were talking about it before. You can't just backhand someone no. like that, even though it wasn't the. I mentioned this on the sides at night, because I, I, I saw it. He did stiff army and, so, and somebody who sat in the side stand they must have been close to you said that wasn't a slap uh, that wasn't a stiff arm Barry that was a slap and they later come back on and said no it was a, a forearm smash which is what it was weren't it mm. he's really caught him did you see it Greg? yeah uh, well I just I think I just you know, when you're looking you just see the end of something I saw his hand coming back and I saw him on the floor but I've seen the replay like Gareth and as Gareth says it was a uh, Completely indefensible, wasn't it? It was just a daft, daft tackle. And that one was only what three, four yards away. Yeah, it was yeah. easy, easy decision for yeah. him to prefer, you know. Well, he had a few easy decisions to make, which yeah. he didn't get right. <laughs> well, there was one as well, which I disagree with a couple of people about. There was a tackle on Ben Watson. I don't know if you remember it. It was a really meaty tackle. I thought it was a great challenge myself. Yeah. You know, but oh, yeah. going near the West Ham. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was yeah. a proper defensive old-style yeah. tackle. There was one foot the ball ground, clean, didn't one it? foot yeah. of the ball. Mm. Got the ball, got the man. Watson was a bit sore. You banged him, and but he got mm. back up. Yes. But you know, like Paul Kendrick, my colleague, and a couple of others around me was like, "Oh, it's a red card, boy. You can't do that." I mean, I'm not seeing a replay of it because you don't get extended outlets mm. when you're in this division, do you? But I, f- I thought it was a really good tackle. Did, did he blow up for a free kick for it? No, I don't think he even got oh, no. did he? Oh, did he did, there yeah, was one. Yeah, he blew up for it. was never a free kick. I, I, I think we might be thinking about it. Yeah, he was, yeah. Like, was on Watson. What, yeah. Don't get me wrong, it hurt Watson, but it's a contact sport, isn't it? He, he yeah. wasn't got it up, shook it off, may have got a bruise from it, absolute most. I just thought it was a great tackle. That, I have to agree. That was a fantastic tackle, and we don't see enough of it. Yeah, because people are scared to win like that because. You know, they're not contr- you know, because they're, they're scared they'll lose control, which McManaman did. McManaman went in like that against Newcastle in yeah. my book, and he just lost control because he's, he's not experienced enough. That was an experienced, well-timed tackle. Got the ball cleanly. I felt a bit sorry for him then if he got. A, I, can't, I can't remember if he got free kick or not, but I feel a bit sorry for him. That's the thing, isn't it? It's all in the timing. Because if, if you go in strong mm. and you take the man, they'll say, "Oh, it's excessive force." Mm. If, you know, if you're going in a bit, bit get it. And then again, it's mistimed tackle. Can we really bad these days? Even though it's, you know, it's missed by a millisecond. Sometimes you have to go in with some degree of force just because you're trying to force yourself to make that timing right. Mm. Mm. Well, Paul, you know. Paul described it as a lunge, not you, Paul. Paul can yeah. retire it as lunge, but as far as I'm concerned, lunges. And you know, unless he studs up, the dangerous. Well, it's not the you lunge for a tackle, don't you? you say yeah, it's, it's a slide tackle. Sometimes you have to lunge in order to get your timing right. Oh, you have to, yeah. to, to actually get to, the, to, yeah. to anywhere near the ball. Yeah. He's, he's got the ball, he's taken, he's got the man as he's going through, but literally not 
with his own foot, he's just kicked the ball against him. And, no, like you said, tackling's becoming a bit of a dead air at the moment. So I was, I was glad to see that, but yeah, good tackle. Good tackle, Nick Powell. Then uh, another good performance, I thought, from from Powell. Loads of running off the ball, dragging the players all those kick from pillar to post as well. Well, I, I, I thought the, the Grant Hanley sending off, it, it was Nick Powell not giving up and just yeah. harassing him that, that caused him to do it. Because other, other players are just letting go. He's, he's does an awful lot of harassing of people and he, he does a good job of it considering he's not a... a um, an out and out striker. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, a, not a long striker, yeah. a recognised one. Mm-hmm. So, how do, you, how do you think he's going to fit in with, uh, with Grant Hall coming back? In, oh, I think that's looking a bit tasty, if I'm being honest. Because mm. you're putting him back into his more natural position. You've seen what the lad's got about him. Give him a bit of freedom to go and play up against who he wants to play up against, with a bit of room to manoeuvre about, and hopefully you should start to see even more out of him. It's when Sean Maloney comes back, that's when the real idea starts, isn't it? Yeah. Is there any signs of it? I've been reading something today in your paper yeah. <laughs> saying that. No, it could be a while. It could be a while. So Back they're, they're, in it, is it? Yeah, I don't think they're 100% sure. That, that sounds to me like nerves, doesn't it? There's a, maybe the nerves got a bit, of, a bit of a jiggle somewhere. This is a shame because he's classing it. And the way we're starting to play a lot more football now. Because I think a lot of people saw there was a few on balls at the you know, start of Coyle's run. But that was just because we'd not got that fluidity and it was what we knew was best. And as we're getting mm. more confident, we're playing a lot more football. I mean, Watford, when we lost, I said last week, we played some of the best football I've seen. Funny you should say and, that. And um, <laughs> with Maloney in the side now, I think he'd really thrive on that because he was looking a bit lost at times. You know, the early stages of the season, Doncaster game, I remember he's looking a bit lost and a few others. But yeah, now I think he'd fit right in, so it's just a shame he's not here. Mm. So, what did you make of Grand Sol's performance when he came on, Gareth? Did you think he, he changed the game a little bit? Yes, I did. I thought, but as you, as you, as you pointed out before, his relationship on it, playing with Nick Powell was brilliant. The way they switched around, Grant told us to the right a lot, doesn't he? And Powell's coming in behind him. They were swapping around. Yeah, I thought they were great. Mm. And as Paul said, I think you know, I think it's going to be a terrific combination. He's in everybody's ear as well, Grant Salt, since yeah, he's, yeah. he's in he's in the opponent's ear, he's in his own players' ear, he's in the referee's ear. Yeah. Again, I, I mean, going back to Michael Brown, that's how Michael Brown used to play, isn't it? And, and to have one, somebody like, of that type in your team is, is, is good. I know the opposition supporters hate them players, don't they? Yeah. I mean, we used to hate that Kevin Davis, didn't we? And I remember going further back when. Still Graham, good. <laughs> well, Graham Cavan used to play at Stoke and then at Cardiff. We absolutely hated him. But he was that type of player as well. Yeah. Giving it, you know, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Verbals, but I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought Alty brought to, to the team as well. Mm. He was terrific. He mm. was great. It was great to see him back, and I'm pleased for him to get a goal too. When his goal, I don't think. No, it wasn't. He'll be claiming it though. He was crying. Yeah, it's <laughs> the yeah. most yeah. ridiculous claim for me because it's. Well, the keeper knocked it. Did the keeper knock it onto that spur? Yeah, didn't yeah. it? Tommy Spur. It's gone yeah, it's a bit of a pin, sort of like pinball debate, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, like it wasn't a clean ever. From hey, he's a striker, so he'll claim it, but for me, that's not a goal in a million. Did it come off Holt's head, chest? Is it a fishing It's an old, it is an own goal. He's, 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 he's added it. He's, added it. What, he's come off some, some it's the keeper, then he's come back and it's hit. I thought he hit the defender and went in. Mm. You know, so it's touched two of the players 
before it's gone in. And it was a brilliant goal, Peter Crouch. <laughs> I, I, I won't argue that. But, but are they the best goals? Yeah, but no, he's got to take a lot of credit for it. He's the one who's nailed it. As he went to, he, attack, he, attack, he was the only one attacking the ball in that six-yard box. He's got he's it. One he, 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 well, he didn't come sort of. So he, he influenced the goal, yeah, didn't he? He's got it in there, he's made it happen, and he did it right at the time where you were just starting to get nervous and think they might hold out. 67 minutes, wasn't it? And we just had a run of corners, haven't we? Yeah, yeah three or four, five, was it yeah. five? But, yeah. but at that point you start to think, oh, it's not going to be our day. And then when that one goes in, you think, right, come on, let's just nail it. And, and you then your confidence is back up for the last 20 minutes. On, mm. What happened in the last 20 minutes? Well, before we get to the last 20 <laughs> minutes, we were just mentioning that because that, that, the player that uh, that ball came up was Tommy Spur. He's got a proper old fashioned footballer's name, hasn't he? <laughs> he just takes you back to that big heavy leather balls on it and woolly shirts. <laughs> Reminds me of the comic. Tommy Spur running out the wing with the ball. He's like that type of, type of name. But he scored the goal, didn't he? Yeah. And that was a deflection. Mm. But we all saw Scott Carson chase the referee halfway around the pitch. <laughs> Sparing his blushes. I, I think it was out of embarrassment. That. Was, yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's a, the, the best shot stopper in the division. I don't think you can deny that. But he's still so uncomfortable. And we said we said it before. He's uncomfortable when the ball comes into the box, and he's got he gets away with it a lot of the time. Sometimes he does win the foul, but he's a big lad, though. Surely, I mean, it's Leon Best, wasn't it? Who's who was in front of him? Yeah. And he was head and shoulders above best, yeah. and he just he just dropped it. it. It's that, you know. Sometimes the fact that you're expecting to get clattered just puts you off. You know, you, you've got to just ignore it and, and get on with it and take the catch and fall <laughs> or or get fouled. You you don't kind of faff about with a catch, waiting to be fouled and then drop it because you you're more worried about being fouled. I think that's the issue. Just a suggestion, just a question for you. I've mentioned it a few weeks ago about him flapping, catching a ball. Greg mentioned it as well, and we're mentioning it again now. Is there any mileage in, forget this catching malarkey, let's get in there and bang, punch it out? Well, he does, he does try to punch it. He's, he's tried it a couple of times, hasn't he? He's, he missed. He, well, <coughs> he missed once, well, didn't he? There was one where he missed altogether. In a re recent game as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think, he, like we said, he's a great shot stopper, but that. A keeper at that level, that should be food and drink. That that catch. Yeah, much that man. Animal keeper as well. <laughs> 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 Another frustrating thing as well. I mean, I don't like criticising, but there was. If you look at last sort of three or four games, there's been times. There was a couple of times when he's, he's hit long balls, well, well over even Powell's head, and you're thinking, well, where is who is that going to? You know what I mean? And then there's the other week when he, he was hitting balls, he's all a lot uh, sort of midway in their half. And, you know, I think he's got to sometimes but have a little think before he's distributing the ball. On well. Sunday, he, he did roll quite a few ways yeah. in the defenders. It and, was uh, a definite change in, in attitude. It's striking yeah. the balance because yeah. there was times under the previous regime where the ball would be rolled out to the centre half and you think, hang on, if you'd just give that an oof. You have somebody away up there. It's, it's just getting your decision making right. It's always hindsight, all this yeah. stuff. It's it? mixing it yeah. up as well because if yeah. you if you if, if the opposition know you're going to play it out from the back, they'll just press it higher up the pitch. Yeah, just yeah. press the full backs. Yeah. And it's that oh, same old thing. I, I find myself saying this all the time. It's the predictability thing again, isn't it? If, under Martin, as we knew, 
that ball was either getting rolled out to left back, right back, or centre air. And it doesn't take a genius oh, look at what you have to do against us. Press high up the pitch, <laughs> force, force us into an error. Getting rolled out, I mean, and that's how easy it along was. the back line, and then pass back for Ali to boot it. <laughs> I, I was going at the club last week, doing uh, talking to some of the people down there. They were telling me Martinez used to do drills with the players, and they had to do a certain amount of passes before they were allowed to cross the halfway line. And that was all the drills, so they just keep doing it. And said, and that's why they, they, they put it into the into the play as well. They had them before they went over the halfway line. One hundred or two hundred passes after set place, whatever, whatever the figure. One hundred passes. Whatever the figure were, I don't know. Well, these were the drills they did in training. Yeah. You know, so you're thinking like, you know, it, it, well, football's not that clinical, is it? No. It's an emotive game, and you react to what's in front of you. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's, like I said, there's times when trying to launch it quick is the right thing to do from the keeper. You know, there's, there's times when the keeper should be running to the edge of his box and launching it with his hands and just like throwing it to somebody on the wing. I've, I've, sa- I've said for a long time, whatever gets results is the best. Yeah. Is the best strategy. And I know you disagreed with me last year when I said I'd re- if playing like Stoke, we finish finished 12th rather than playing oh. like Mariners and finishes 18th. I'd do that. If if it gets you in the higher position. I do it now. Don't Even Stoke don't play like Stoke anymore. No. But yeah. no, I, I, if it gets you results, whatever gets you results, gets you results. We've won ugly the last two games. Don't get me wrong, it was a bit pretty on, on Sunday. But you know, we, we didn't. We've not played well the last two games, and we've won. How many times in the Premier League did we play bloody brilliantly and lose? Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's, you a, it's a nice change. A different calibre of opposition, though. Like so sometimes mm-hmm. the opposition in the Premier League only need one chance in a game. True. And well, they score. Blackburn, they've got Jordan Rhodes. So yeah. He's. Everyone was saying, oh, he's done nothing, he's done nothing. He never does anything. Yeah, All he true. does is wait there for that ball and he puts it in. For 90 minutes, he's not one of those players who after 70 minutes you can say, actually, he's done nothing, he's, he's not going to do anything. He needs a second, that lad, and he, he turns yeah, it on. So, yeah, you know. like, I mean, Maraboy proved the point, didn't it? Yeah. Tavares, only 10 come in it. I didn't want him to let Remy back on the. Not Remy, what's his name? Mende. Mende. Uh, I didn't want to let Mendy back on the play and just keep him here. Bloody brilliant, too, I thought. That's a big, yeah. strong lad, isn't it? Big, yeah. strong lad. Good Not only that, but he's got a good mm. pass on him as well. He's got good vision. and yeah. just felt sorry for him that he had so many useless idiots around him. <laughs> like Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> Dumb and dumber. Right, so uh, on, on Saturday, Sunday rather, James McLean got a, a start. Um, started off on the right. And I, I felt a bit sorry for him actually because he's only got one leg, hasn't he? Well, he's just got a left peg. And he was, was he a pirate? <laughs> Is he what? A pirate? He's only got one leg. Yeah. An Irish pirate talking about the Mara. Because he keeps tweeting that, the Mara. I don't know what it means. What it's Mara. Speaking of his tweets. It's from Somerset. It's his vegetables. <laughs> I'm going out to the garden <laughs> telling him to the Mara. <laughs> Right, I'm sitting he's going to cut that. I'm Speaking of his tweets, yeah. probably want to cut this out, but never mind. He's tweeted today, James McLean. Have you seen it? Oh, no. Life is just like a penis. Simple, relaxed, and hanging freely. It's the women that make it hard. <laughs> <laughs> Good lad. Good lad, Put it this way, I think a lot of people at the club get a short heart attack when they hear that he's... He's like, oh god, boy. I mean, there was another one the other week that really made me laugh. It was on the way on the way back from Watford, and he put something up like he says, I can't believe what I've just seen. 
uh, woman on the train <laughs> walking down the carriage in comes McManaman he comes the boy McManaman with two feet to tackle her again hashtag not again it seems like a bit of a character well, doesn't it like a wrong one yeah, every single yeah. player said this year that the, the team spirit's just amazing I mean yeah. You know, it's not being racist, but you know, they all speak. A lot of them speak English now. The vast, vast majority. I don't know if there's a player in that squad that doesn't speak a word of the Queen's. So I think it really helps them gel a lot more. And all out on the piss round on Man- around Manchester on Sunday when they after the game. So it's good to see. Yeah. Well, good to see our players going out getting hammered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like they're playing this week, is it? You know, Brian Robson is the manager. Get him out, get him, get him. Yeah, I think it does him more good than it does bad. They're not, they're not training until Wednesday, Thursday, and they're all up more international. I don't see why. I'm just going to do getting pissed. You know, I, I was looking with at... Um, with the team. With the right people. I was looking at BBC today. I'm going to go off track. What's on it? Um, and there was a thing about Graham Taylor. You know, it's 20 years since the, the um, Holland game. And um, <laughs> you look at the team, you think, it's a half-decent team. <laughs> it's no wonder he lost. Half of them were pissed. <laughs> yeah, Tony Adams in the frame. Mercer. No, he, he was missing. Um, I can't want it midfield. There was another one that's like been in, in and out of the clinic since the finish. <laughs> um, it was like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to James McLean, uh, starting off on the, on the right, didn't he? Yeah. Which is where we, we, we originally started with this conversation. <laughs> uh, only got one leg, and he wasn't a pirate, as, as Dan said. But he's he's so left left footed, it's unbelievable. Yes. And when he was cutting in, he was looking to cross the ball from a stupid angle rather than I think where on Zombie used to cut in from the from the right when they played. He used to look to shoot, didn't he? And yeah. Ben went in the far corner, but he wasn't doing that. I thought he really struggled when he was on the right, mm-hmm. and I thought he was quite a bit better when he when he moved over to the left and linked up with John Bossager. Great. I just don't think he had a good game. He didn't. I'd agree a lot better when he linked up because you, you had when when Perch was coming on Thursday, he, he was overlapping. He wasn't overlapping as much on um, on Sunday. Yeah, I think he's he's struggling for form a bit. I think he needs a run of games, but he doesn't have run himself into the ground it puts oh, yeah. a, a proper yeah, shift yes. in, and it's good to see that mm-hmm. and I think that's one thing you can say about this team it's a very very hard working yeah. team yeah. I've not come away and thought it was one single game yet oh bloody hell you're lazy today he's a bit like Luster they're all running the balls off whereas last year you know you could come away thinking Corny just didn't want to be there yeah, yeah. Really, or, yeah. you know Figueroa had his hands on his hips a bit you know but, so you, that's good that's good to see like you yeah. said it's just taking a bit of time isn't it it's, yeah. He said, you know, he can't play the same. It's time, isn't it? 12 changes. It's going to be I mean, we've had four home wins on the bounce now. Don't we struggle We've won four games or so on last, yeah. all season last yeah. year. Including cup games, huh? There you go. And we played Bradford and Bournemouth. And we won. And beat up with it. Well, the only problem we now the is we've yeah. got the bloody international breaks again. 4-1 so far this season. That's, that's, that's like I've said before. It's, we've got... Well, how many players are aware? Say 10, 11 players are aware. They're not going to be training together. We've not got that many this time. Yeah, you see, still, I, I, we've still got quite a few. If you if you tot them up, we're still n- nearly double figures. I see uh, Espinosa, yeah. Powell, MacArthur, Maloney when he's fit. Maloney, Maloney, Maloney MacArthur, Borsager, uh, yeah. and McLean. That's six, six of them. Is that it? 
Yeah, I, I certainly have a different attitude. Ron, you will eat up there, No. The international break for me comes well. Still got year. players missing, haven't you? Get a rest. So we've got 12 new signings in the summer. And mm. then, like the Leicester game, I think I, I don't know how many we had aware then. Was it around eight? Yeah, I think that's all that day, didn't it? Well, it did. I mean, yeah. you, you're not trained together for nearly two weeks. Mm. It's a new squad put together, and then they have one day training together. Uh, and then you're expected to perform on the Saturday. I mean, Blackpool have a massive advantage when we play at them because they've probably got three or four internationals. So they'll probably be training as normal, hardly being affected for the next couple of weeks. Mm. But suppose, like Gareth said before, the success, being successful, you're going to have sort of better quality players, aren't you, playing at international level and whatnot? What are the managers all that, Bill? Ultimately, no, with no game in 13 days and then four games in 11 days, so it's not really ideal, is it? No. No. John Bosa Jones on Sunday, do we think he played well? No. You don't? No, not as good as you think. Not, not compared to the, the Thursday, anyway. Well, well, well that's benchmarking it against a brilliant performance. No, no, but I, I still don't think he played well. I don't think he was... I thought he'd give a lot away. A lot of people were saying that at half time. He's... He's a bit lacklustre. But they all were. I don't think they had a, I've said before, I don't think they played well, but they won, it, mm. so I don't care. Well, Bussardieu played his part towards the end in setting up a couple of chances. Yeah. I thought he, he could come better, like you said, come better as the game went on. Yeah, he had a shot, but as we know, he's not the greatest goal scorer, is he? <laughs> is that, again, as I was saying before, having McLean there, he's overlapping more than Perches, so it gives you more options in, if you're playing midfield. Uh, well, he, he dropped back, he was overlapping around McLean, wasn't he? First half especially, Bolsonaro was bad. He picked up second half, but first half, he'd give the ball away. So, I mean, there was one where he literally just passed it into touch and he was just, he was just yes. poor, he was struggling to link up. Speaking of giving the ball, what about Ben Watson? How many times did he give the ball? Yeah, there's there a few bad performances, weren't there? Some he came to second half. He came to second yeah. half. Yeah, but uh, for me, Coyle likes Bolsonaro, he seems to like him, doesn't he? It's good. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's good that I mean he'll, that'll do his confidence good, and also with with Coyle, we, we, we've got another tactic to our ball, haven't we? With the shot and throws. Mm. Yes, <laughs> yes, I'm loving them. Yeah, well, I mean you've got to use them if you've got that in your arsenal, haven't you? I think Bobby would have. Uh, no, 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 he would not. Would he? He'd probably say it like the worth half a goal. Yeah, he'd give it Jan Mustard. <laughs> Imagine if Roberto was on the bench for a bit, wouldn't he? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, what do you think of the preference with Coyle, from Coyle to McCann over Espinosa? Well, I've got that written down. Now. I was going to talk about. Well, but before we do, can we just mention Emerson Boyce? No, it's the mm. Greg. I have separate notes to you. Uh, okay. I see. Uh, he has the abridged notes. You the abridged them. Yeah. I get the you know the notes for the, the yeah. riffraff. Um, Emerson Bosch came on. Twitter notes. He'd been left out after Sorry, his we'll, we'll, follow, we'll follow you all around. Yeah, go on. <laughs> so Emerson Bosch came on after his zero. He'd been left out after his zero. It's on Thursday, and uh, scored with a, be- a cracking end. Yeah, magnificent. Really, uh, from a Ben Watson free kick who has been yeah, slating yeah. slightly. Yeah. I, Every time he's given away. <laughs> no, yeah, that was great. Great goal. I felt I, at the time. Obviously, I've seen the replay, so this is wrong. But at the time, I thought he edited that from an absolute mile out. Mm. It was only around penalty spot, which is you know still. It just felt like after it left his head, it travelled for about ten minutes before it went in the net. 
Because they do, don't they? Because you went to put a keeper service or yeah. something, yeah, they're up and it ends up in slow motion. Well, it wasn't a thumping header, was it? So, with that in mind, there's only very few places in the goal where it could have gone and gone in and yeah, put it yeah, in the top yeah, corner. Spot you on. had to make sure it was out of reach because it was all accuracy, no power, a lot of a lot of headers from defenders. Bang, just, mm. you know. Yeah. Pace was on the, still on the ball, though, yeah. to some yeah. degree. Not enough to be oh, the keeper, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's what I said. With that pace, though, he had to put it in the right place. And he, to place a header like that, with such pressure in the last minute, he was superb, absolutely superb. Brilliant, yeah. yeah. it's just proper hero stuff. We mustn't forget, as well, because we tried to take the free kick once, and then the ref, something happened, and the referee got us to take it again, didn't they? And we started getting nervous. That was the guy agitating Powell. Um, that he, he pulled up for that, and he was still agitating Powell. Mm. Meaning, boys, he was free. Like uh, just, it was Jordan Rhodes who gave that free kick away. He was, yeah, it was. Pat yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe he's coming to Wigan after all. I thought, <laughs> oh, let's, what can I do? Cheers, John. It's the, uh, the best thing you did all game. Yeah, thought, it was, yeah. He didn't look like a 10 million pound player, did he? To be fair, like Greg said before, I've seen him probably five or six times, and every time I've seen him, he's done nothing. Because he doesn't he doesn't do anything other than score goals, but yeah. that's ultimately what people are paid big money for. Isn't you know, it? The Burnley game. Well, there you go. Josh the Burnley game. Did it then? No. Just did nothing. Did nothing at, um, at Turf Moor. Did nothing all game. Just out of nowhere, bang, comes up. And I think they were one 0 down, weren't they? And he comes up and just just gets a goal from nowhere. Scuffy goal, but like I say, I've never known a player t- at this level to to be so aware and so intelligent. Can I just rewind a week? Did you not say? Wigan 2, Jordan Rhodes 2. I did, yeah, no. <laughs> I'd take it back. We kept him quiet, didn't we? We no. did. We did, yeah. but like you said, I'd still stand by that. He's a danger at any time, you know. He is. Leave him in the box on his own for a split second to go. I was interested in watching, um, I think it was Merson slagging off QPR. Is it QPR? He's slagging off someone just saying the team full of Merson. It wasn't QPR, sorry, it was a Premier League team. It was Fulham. He was saying they're just a team full of mercenaries, and he's like, well, "You've got Darren Bent there. He's not going to bring plays into play. All he's going to do is stand there and score goals." And it's, well, I can see your point, but well, still, he's still quite a good attribute to have. Which is, <laughs> 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 I'd pay ten, I'd pay ten million pounds for that, and I won't pay ten million yeah. pounds for someone who can bring plays into play. You know, we've already paid two million for Grant Alt, who can do that. Mm. So he can you, put goals in as well. You know, he's a he's a class class actor. That's, I, w- I certainly won't be saying no to him in January on that on the basis of that performance. Yeah. Well, do you know what we don't know then? Oh, yeah. Absolutely nothing. Uh, I don't know anything. Do yeah. I'm just a stupid yeah. boy. He had a dodgy arm <laughs> though, didn't he, guys? He yeah. was all bandaged up. Yeah, he's uh, that's right. Yeah, broken. Yeah. So uh, we'll move on from from the Blackburn game then. Good three points. Everybody agree on that? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah. It was a stern test, and we passed it. Yeah, excellent. But it was a, a, a excellent. Right, a big talking point at the moment is, as Greg mentioned just a few months oh, ago, it's top today. is uh, Roger Espinosa and, and the fact that he's, 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 I think he's loved by all the fans, isn't he? Yeah. And we, like, we love his energy and his enthusiasm, but Owen Cole doesn't seem to prefer him at this, at this time, or give him a run. Whether it's down to his indiscipline, because he's all over the pitch, isn't he? Where mm. some of the, you know, sometimes you need a player to hold the position. Roger's not that type of player, is it? I gotta say, I feel a bit sorry for McCann because I think every time people see McCann stripping off and not Espinosa, they get a bit grouchy. But they do around me anyway. They get a bit grouchy, and it's just like you know, we'll give the lad a chance. Mm. Don't get me wrong; it's not that the world license is coming. But it's not just McCann, is it? I mean, when 
he, he had two games, Roger, and he played very mm. well in both of them. Then he was left out. Does he just not fit into this style that Coyle's bringing in? Does I don't know. Is it is it deliberate squad rotation? There's no rotation because he's not playing at all, is it? Well, no, but if he's, he's had a couple of good games and then he's had a, mm. a bit of time off, now he's going to be trotting around the world off to Honduras. Did he play in that those three games? Yeah, I can't remember. There's the Zulta. City play against City. City. He played at City. He's the only one he played, and that's a waste for me because I think he's a really good player. He come on against, was it, did he come on against Doncaster? No, I'm sorry, I was oh, on a Middlesbrough as well. Didn't yeah, yeah. I think yeah. yeah. It's, um, but yeah, he was, for me last season, he was one of the, the good signs, and I was a bit excited over the summer because I thought, well, he's not going to go because no one knows about him yet, and you know, you, you, you just worry about him. I think he's one of these players who's good enough to play in first team, and it's well, know, I, I mean. To me, the, the other side of that is that's absolutely perfect. So you've got players that can't get in the side that, that are good enough to get in the side, yeah, and the side's winning. Looking at. You can't, you know, how do you argue against that? Oh, you can, can you? From, yeah. from, from the manager's point of view, he's picking a winning team every week, so yeah. that's, that's all we're interested in at the moment, isn't it? However, we get out of this league, that's what we're looking at. I think he's a better player than Chris McCann, though, Espinosa. Right. No, he said no. It's a fair comment. Uh, my, my, sorry, my thing with McCann was it's just <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> are like v- quite vocal when McCann's stripping off to come on. That's why I felt yeah. a bit sorry for yeah. him. It's like you know, I agree with you. Is it another whipping boy? Person. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, he's the first to admit. He said in an interview on the Latics official website, he says, "Look, I'm not set the world like since I've come. I've not been happy since mm. I've come, but I'm going to work my ass off and try and make it better." And you can't ask for more than that, can you? No, he, he has given more in the last couple of games than he gave in the games before no. as well. So he's a bit more disciplined than yeah. Roger, isn't he? he he'll yeah. sit and he'll stay where Roger quali- yeah. doesn't. Like yeah. The qualities <laughs> he's got, <laughs> the qualities he's got, go unnoticed to people, don't they? Because mm. of the. Silent ones, like you, as you correctly pointed out, the qualities that Espinosa's got are obvious because he's running around like a knobhead. Sorry, tell that. He's running around <laughs> like a madman. Tell that out, you can't say that, can you? Either? He's running around non stop. <laughs> right, so, story so far, are we, are we happy? We played nine games, got 14 points. The 12th, we've got two games in hand on everybody, uh, uh, well, the, the teams directly above us. Win them two, te- two games, almost sixth. Yeah, well, the the thing that I I've done a, a bit of an analysis on our position as it as it stands, and on our points per game at the moment, um, three seasons. If if you take that across the whole season, as being the absolute benchmark, three seasons out of the last ten, that would be enough to get you into the playoffs. And seven seasons. Seven it seasons. Wouldn't. It wouldn't if you carry on doing what we're doing now. So. Whilst we seem to have improved in the last couple of weeks, realistically, there's a very strong argument that's not quite good enough. I'd expect us to pick up though yeah. after Christmas. Yeah, mm. I expect us to pick up next few games. I mean, if you look at the run we've got coming up: Blackpool not one in five, Charlton not one in six. We'll do Blackpool. Then we've got QPR. All right, they're top at top at league, knocking about. But then we've got Huddersfield and Yeovil. I mean, if you look at them five games, mm. that I mean, I'd expect us to turn. Blackpool over and Charlton I mean they're in, both in poor form Charlton is after the Europa League again but I think we've got a very winnable bunch of games well, coming if, up you do know you've torn it now don't you if you start, lose them all. No, if you start no. picking <laughs> up the games in hand you, you should be in a position where you're competing with QPR I'd want to turn them over there's no reason no, there's, there's, there's no, I don't think there's much difference between the two sides to be honest. I mean 
you know, compare so obviously they're better but all they're doing is grinding out one they're nil better, yeah. got one I nil they're better it depends how you look at it so if, you, if, you, if you stand back and look at it as a neutral and you know as much about each side you'd probably go QPR personally I wouldn't but you know no. I, I, I think the fact that we've got them two games in hand at the moment is keeping all the focus off us and allowing us to just quietly go along and pick up points QPR on a Wednesday night is our fourth game in 11 days after the international it's tough that so it'd be very tough mm. You've got to remember, all they're doing is, like I said before, is they're going up, they're going around f- picking one nil wins up. They're a lot more organised, a lot more disciplined. Sure, they're penalty yeah. every week, isn't it? Yeah, one nil. They're reliable, yeah. so it's gonna it's gonna be a tough fixture that one. But like you said, you pointed out the Blackpool one. I think they're a good side, but we ju- I think we just really need one big big win. We've not. I mean, the Forest one was a big win, but I mean a big big win sure. where. You know, yeah, I think the Maribor win, everyone was on such a high, I think that helped us in the Black, the Blackburn mm. game. So I think a win at, you know, 2,500 fans at Blackpool, get a win there. I know they're not in the best one of form, but they're still top six at the moment. They got off to an absolute flyer at the start of the season. It'd be a massive win, so, you know, I think I think Owen Coyle will know that. When teams are winning though as well, they always said they don't feel tired anyway, so if we're yeah. going up that little run, QPR will be like, what's well, your fourth game in 11 days, if we've won three on the bounce, and then, yeah. you know, you can't wait for the next game, can no. you, wouldn't it be the day after, so, yeah. see what And uh, just before we finish off tonight, because we're getting close to that time now, uh, we've heavily linked with an Arsenal player coming in on loan, uh, uh, the, the story's going, he's only coming in for three months. Um, Park Chu Young, ex Monaco, uh, had his best spell at Monaco. Was not, he's only played one Premier League game for Arsenal, but he came on as a sub and he didn't score. He's got, yeah, he, he did quite well at Monaco and that's why they picked him up. Um, spent last season on loan at Celta Vigo, 25 games, 3 goals. He's more of a type of striker that brings other players in, in, into the game, where we were talking about. Jordan so what we've already got. Yeah, that what we've already got. But apparently he's a bit of quality, so uh, I've had the rundown on him today off a, <laughs> off a South Korean lad who's told me that he's, he's quite good and he thinks he'll excel at this. How many contacts have you got? Can you just ring a South Korean lad up? <laughs> well, there's, you know, yeah. I, it's, it's Barry, yeah. I'll be quick, you know, it's international <laughs> darling. I was fucking Korean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not Korean, that's just racist. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so what do we think of uh, Park Chu Young then? I reckon we should get him (laughs) to sing We Will Walk You as well. (laughs) (laughs) I think Rio Miachi will warn you about that then and ask him. Any information on him, Gareth? Nothing at all. Nothing Nothing at at all. Dan? Anything about him? Is it in relation to Jisung Park? No. No. Central oh. Park? Speaking of Central Park, can I just mention one thing before we finish? It can cut this out by all means. What about the grand final? We never, we never mentioned it. What a, what a weekend for Wigan last week. Yeah, Thursday, Thursday Saturday, yeah. Sunday. Brilliant, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Brilliant. I went to a long. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Huh? Until the and it would be great. I did, enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to R2, I watched the one on telly. Stuff, mate. I watched the bit of grand final on telly. Yeah. Uh, I was good, I bumped into Jonathan yeah, Jackson outside Old Trafford. He was just going in the in the East Stand with his kid and, you know, just a, a regular specky, just really wanted to to see Wigan win and 
like you said, they'll never be top this year, will it? We've got the biggest trof- domestic trophy in the world as well, and the FA Cup will not get that again. Well, they said think so. To, to, <coughs> to, to have this, it's just great. So no, they, said, they said the Olympics was not going to be tops, but we're not doing bad, are we, as a little town? <laughs> 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 Do you think them barricades, them, them barricades between the two clubs are, are slowly coming down? I definitely see You can see a difference now. There's I mean, a difference. I, don't know if, I won't say they're down. No, no, but still, yeah, there's a massive yeah. difference. I know what you mean. Massive. Um, is it, that's be a, a There's still a generation of miserable you, gits you, that are alive yet, isn't there? On Springfield Park, you remember the arguments. You would, Springfield Park on the 90s, if you would have mentioned rugby, you would have got your head kicked in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would? No, a lot, a lot of people, and I'm not judging anyone, you know, they've still got this, the grudges here, and uh, I, 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 don't, I just don't listen to it because, you know, I've got a different view to it, which is fair enough, everyone. I was there, and I, I know what, what it was all about, but it, that's gone. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore. It's a different, I mean, it's a different club. I've had my yeah. own. You've got Ian Lennigan there, who's a football man. He was at the Latics on Sunday. You know, just won the grand final, he could be able to get on the bloody sauce. He's at Latics, you know, there's a lot, there's a big link over. Sean, Sean Wayne's a lot, I mean, I know he's a, he come out with that, he's a United fan, he's been a United fan since he's grown up, but he is so pro Latics. And I d- I've done a lot of coverage with both clubs, and it's, um, it's, they do work together, especially under Martinez. Mm-hmm. Martinez and Wayne, really, they was all hidden, he was kept under wraps. They did a lot of work together, like, they'd have Latics, Latics coaches up at, um, uh, Oral with you know with Pat Richards, and they bring a few of their boys down here, uh, you know, uh, to Christopher Park talking about mental strength and about you know beating your opposition and getting the back because they're all they're all about that the rugby so they do, they do work together on and off. The thing mm. is, it's a different discipline, isn't it? And if, like you say, if you can bring coaching styles from different sports into your sport, it's going to give you an edge that somebody else hasn't got. Yeah. Why not? Why wouldn't you do it? And on that point, I think we've waffled on long enough. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's just proud to be Wiganers, aren't we? They're so connected, and I think it's, it's something we should all shout about, regardless of which side we sit on the blue side or the red side. Well, or get Manchester's trophies, get Liverpool's trophies, and get London's trophies, and they yeah. don't add up to as many as Wigan have got in 2013. Yeah. So it's, a, it's an impressive start, that one, and it's probably never going to be repeated. So it's a good night from me. Good night, good night from, from him. Thank you.